0: Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for our Bible study right here on our website. And we're grateful for all of you that are uh, gathering with us, assembling together today around the Word of God. So many people are so distracted uh, that they are not focused on that that will give us the hope and the faith the courage, the confidence, the consolation that we need right now in this time of crisis, not just because of the pandemic, but the conditions in our nation and around the world. Listen, today is a great day to to assemble together, receive that that God has for us from His Holy Spirit. Word, And so many people are busy about so many other things today. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Uh, the, the path of righteousness is illuminated so that we can walk in that path. Uh, for God's name's sake, for Christ's name's sake, amen. Uh, as David said it so clearly, Thy word, O Lord, is a lamp unto my feet, and it is a light unto my pathway. We live in a sin-darkened world, but we're not children of the darkness. The scripture said we are the children of the light. Praise God. Amen. Well, listen, today we want to get in the Word of God. We want to see uh, what we have the power and the authority and the commission from Christ uh, to be doing in this last day to see others come to know Him, even though they're in prisons of darkness uh, and they can't see what we see and know. Uh, there is a mighty Holy Spirit, move on in the world to do these three things that the Apostle Paul was commissioned to do in his personal ministry. He was on his way here in the book of Acts, chapter 26, on the road to Damascus. But he was never going to be the same after the encounter he had with God and how God turned his life around called him and equipped him to be a minister of the very gospel that he was prosecuting and persecuting. He actually held the cloak of them, gave them authority as a high-ranking member of the Sanhedrin uh, to throw those stones to kill the first Christian martyr. And now he was going to encounter Jesus Christ after the resurrection as a light brighter than the noonday sun that knocked him and his entourage onto the ground. Amen. He was blinded by it. Actually, he had to go to a Christian uh, to have prayer that those eyes blinded by the light of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, Amen, might be opened, but He's getting uh, His spiritual eyes are already coming open, uh, because when when He came up against such a power encounter with Christ, He said, "Who art Thou, Lord?" Uh, from the ground and knocked off His horse or beast, and I'm gonna tell you, Amen, He He got a revelation by being blinded. Praise God. And this is the revelation of Jesus Christ as Lord. And this is what Jesus told him on this subject today. The Apostle Paul's marching orders. This is what Jesus told him in Acts 26. Uh, and let's, let's just read that some context starting at verse 17. Well, let's read. Let's read. We have time. We're going to take the time. And verse 15 of Acts 26 says, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thine feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, of those things which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people, and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee. To open their eyes, to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they might receive forgiveness of sins, and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith which is in me. This is what Paul told King Agrippa that Jesus told him on the road to Damascus when he sent him, and that's what apostle really means. It means a sent one, and in particular, one who has been personally sent by Jesus Christ. Christ, hallelujah, Praise God, listen to what He told them. This is what we should should be about uh, to 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 turn their eyes, verse eighteen, to open their eyes rather and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they might receive the forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith which is in me. Not to indoctrinate, but to illuminate. You know, people are going to find the right teaching when they get their eyes opened, but until they do, we, we don't need to try to indoctrinate them. That's what some of the false teachers do and false religions do is to just indoctrinate people. Uh, Jesus put it this way about those false apostles and false teachers. You, you encompass land and sea to make one conversion, one one conversion to your your particular dogma or doctrine, and when you do, you make him twice the child of hell as you are you're not truly saved, they can th- therefore not be truly saved you're just indoctrinating them to your particular doctrine or dogma or and and that's happening in our world. Today, So the Apostle Paul didn't come to begin to indoctrinate them into the Christian faith, but to illuminate them to the Christian faith, not to enslave them in religious bondage, but to emancipate them. You know, one great thing about the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's liberating. Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon, oh, it doesn't mean that we do not deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow Him. Let our devotion to Him bring disciplines into our life, but not to enslave in religious Ritual and bondage, but to emancipate not only from Satan's power, but from the power of, of false religions who, who, who really teach a salvation by works exclusively rather than salvation by grace. Doesn't mean there aren't any works. You can't validate your salvation unless the change has come. But I'm going to tell you something right now. There's nothing you can do to earn what the blood of Jesus has purchased at the cross. So he didn't come to indoctrinate. He didn't come to 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 enslave in religious bondage, but rather to emancipate and not to conform to just a group of rigid rules, but to translate so that we could live out our faith. Praise God! And follow the clear teaching of the Word of God and the commandments of Christ. Hallelujah! Well, let's look down. Let's take these things one thing at a time. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ Christ, which Paul was called to preach, initially has the power to illuminate. Listen to Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 3 and 4, said, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the Here's illumination, listen, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is in the image of God, should shine unto them. You see, when the gospel is preached, the Holy Spirit is actively involved. When the gospel is preached in power, more than the intellect is engaged, light floods the sin-darkened soul. Satan's stronghold in the mind also of fallen man is, is, is penetrated by the light of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. The darkness of deception is shattered. Hallelujah. You see, the gospel of Jesus Christ, dear friend, is a truth that God Himself confirms by the Holy Spirit. That's why the Bible said in First Thessalonians one and verse five, for our gospel came not unto you in word only. See it's not just, just for the intellect, it's not trying to indoctrinate someone to the to the correct faith, even if the motive is pure. It is to illuminate someone to the truth. Hallelujah. And that will bring them into the faith. For our gospel did not come in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance. I like the Amplified. It said, but it came in its own inherent power and in the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. You know, Paul went on to write to the Corinthians, the church at Corinth. And he said, he said, my preaching and my teaching was not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in a demonstration of spirit and power. Glory to God. Amen. That your faith not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Hallelujah. Friend, today the battle for the soul begins with the battle for the mind. And the battle for the mind cannot be won through mere intellectual persuasion. The mind of fallen man is blinded by a spiritual force. And it will take a spiritual force to liberate it. I want to say that again. The the mind of fallen man is blinded by a spiritual force. And it's going to take a spiritual force, in effect the Holy Spirit, to, to cause those blind eyes to come open. For the God of this world has blinded the minds. Hallelujah. But the God of glory through the Holy Spirit can open and will open those blinded eyes. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians is very clear about this. Chapter 10, three through five. It said, for though we walk in the flesh, we're still in these physical bodies. We do not war after the flesh. "...for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ." Hallelujah. I want you to go with me back real quickly to the Old Testament. Look with me at Isaiah 42, 1 through 7. And these words give clarity to Christ's words in the New Testament when he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to open the eyes of the blind. Now, of course, he had authority and an anointing to heal physical blinded eyes. But this is going way beyond the physical. You know, if a blind man gets his sight but he doesn't get his eyes opened to his need as a sinner and who he must look to for salvation. He will die and be lost anyway. This is not just an anointing uh, to open the blind eyes like Jesus did blind Bartimaeus and the man who washed his eyes and washed them in the pool of Siloam. No, this is the spiritual eyes that have been blinded by the devil, Listen to the prophetic words concerning the Messiah when he comes in Isaiah 42. And beginning with verse 1, Behold my servant, whom I uphold, mine elect, in whom my soul delighteth. I have put my spirit upon him, and he shall bring judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not cry nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. But a bruised reed shall he not break, and a smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail nor be discouraged till he hath set judgment in the earth, and the owls shall wait for his law. Thus saith God the Lord, he that created heavens, and stretched them out, and spread forth the earth, and that which cometh out of it. He that giveth breath unto the people upon it, and spirit to them that walk therein. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness. I will hold thine hand. I will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light unto the Gentiles. Hallelujah. To open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners from the prison, and them that sit in darkness Out of the prison house. This mighty deliverer dear friend. This wonderful savior. Initiates victory. By opening the eyes. Of the blind. And then setting. The captives free. From the prison house of darkness. (laughs) Hallelujah. The gospel of Jesus Christ. Has the power. To illuminate. Not just. Indoctrinate. Hallelujah. Second, not the power to enslave in religious bondage, but to emancipate, not only from the devil, but from a a completely works-based salvation. We are saved unto good works. We are not saved by good works. If we're truly saved. Good works will validate and confirm our salvation. Hallelujah. But good works can never save us in and of their self. No matter how religiously uh, uh, resolved we are to be sinlessly perfect, that is a goal that humans in and of themselves can never achieve. Sin will not reign And sin will not have the final word or rule, but we can never come to the place of sinless perfection except as we stand in the finished work of Jesus at the foot of the cross. Hallelujah. I like what Vince Lombardi said to his winning football team. Amen. He said, he said, perfection, though we pursue perfection, it's impossible to obtain it. No one, no athlete has ever been 100% perfect in his, in his skills. So as we pursue perfection, we know that we will never attain it. But if we pursue perfection, we can catch excellence. You know what God is asking of us not our perfection but he wants us to be excellent examples of disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ I want to be a witness for him I am not sinlessly perfect but I am no longer a sinner I, amen I sin doesn't Reign. Jesus is my Lord and my Master. My flesh is weak and it'll always be weak and, and, but it is not under Satan's control. My mind is not under the influence of the evil one, but under the influence of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Hallelujah. He illuminates first. And then He emancipates. Amen. Verse 18 says, To open the eyes of the blind and to turn them from darkness to light. Praise God. This is true freedom, friend. Freedom to choose. Life over death and light over darkness. Heaven over hell. Christ over the devil. Eternal life over eternal banishment. And punishment, to choose Christ as our Savior, (laughs) hallelujah, and renounce the works of darkness. The gospel brings emancipation. We are free. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. All of Jesus' anointing is to liberate captives. When he picked up the book in the temple at 30 years of age and began to read, he said the, he quoted the scripture concerning himself and he said, "The spirit of the Lord God is upon me, for he hath anointed me to set." The captive free to set at liberty. There it is. Emancipation. Those that are bruised declare the acceptable year of the Lord. If you do a reference on that, it'll take you right back to the year of Jubilee when slaves were given their freedom. Bond slaves were, were, their debt was canceled. They were set free. (laughs) Amen. And they were jubilant. Because of this freedom, and they declared it every seventh year. You may be working out a debt and still owe on it, but when that seventh year rolls around, <laughs> it's the year of Jubilee. Praise God. That debt is paid in full, that debt is canceled, and, 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 and you are set free. The gospel brings emancipation. Glory be to God. That's why the Bible said in Romans 13 and 12, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off, literally fling away, the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Hallelujah. We're now free to choose. And if we choose light over darkness, Satan's power over us is broken. The gospel is Of Jesus Christ has the power to translate as well. Hallelujah. To turn us from darkness to light. Emancipation. And then translation. First we see the way out of the prison house. Then we turn the key by faith in Christ. Now we walk out of bondage into the glorious kingdom of God listen to colossians chapter one, 1 verse 12 through 14 giving thanks unto the father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption, forgiveness, redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins. We've been translated. I saw a bumper sticker the other day. It says, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> There's no intelligent life down here. It made me smile. But I thought about Translation. You know, in science fiction, if you're a Trekkie, if you've ever watched the sci-fi series Star Trek with Captain Kirk and Spock, they they had a translator machine. They want to go to another planet. They don't have to take a shuttle. They they just set a target down there. They stand on the translator machine. It takes them and disintegrates them and re uh, recomposes them. <laughs> hey man, down on that planet, they were beamed down and they can be beamed up. Well, the Holy Spirit can beam you out. Uh, Oh, friend. You can be translated. That means moved from one state to another. This is not a science fiction thing. This is a biblical truth. It's a spiritual, supernatural reality. If you come to Christ as your Savior, you will be translated out of the powers of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear Son. You won't be beamed up. You'll be beamed out Praise God. And when Jesus comes, you're going to be beamed up. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, this gospel came in power. It came in power not to indoctrinate, but to illuminate, not to enslave in religious bondage, but rather to emancipate. For whom the Son has set free is free in Indeed the scripture said in John 8:30 30 and 31 if you continue in my word you're going to know the truth and if you know the truth not just intellectually but experientially by applying it to your life the truth will make you free praise god hallelujah and you will be translated And as we behold in the Word of God, His face, the Scriptures teach, we are transformed into His image from glory to glory, even by the Spirit of God. This is supernatural forces that are in conflict. And the greater force is the force of light. It always wins over the darkness The smallest light causes the darkness around it to dissipate. The Sunday school song, I still love the song. It's sentimental. I used to sing it in Sunday school class. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Listen, let me tell you something. When we grow up in God, we're no more children. We're certainly not children of the darkness, and we're not spiritual children, in our naivete. Amen. We're not naive anymore. We realize this light is a bright light. It's a brilliant light. It's a beautiful light. It is a darkness-shattering light. It is the light of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. It is the light of truth. Hallelujah. It is the light of the glory, the Shekinah, glory of God itself. And that's why the Bible said of you and I as Christians, in the midst of a wicked and perverse, you see this sin-darkened world, right in the middle of it, right in the midst of this sin-darkened world, a wicked and perverse generation, you shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life. Why? Because this word is a lamp unto our feet. This word is a light unto our pathway. And when we let our light shine by fleshing out, living out, the Word of God in our life, it penetrates the darkness around us, and we get to bear witness and testify and tell others the change in us has come because we have been illuminated, we've been emancipated, and thank God we've been translated, and we're going to be And we're being transformed by the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Be no more conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. Conformed to His image. Transformed. Hallelujah. In the way we think, so that we have a different worldview a different set of values. We see everything through the lens of God's truth and of Christ's triumph. Hallelujah. Praise God. We know we're in a battle, but we also know, amen, that he that's in us is greater than he. That is in the world. We hold high the shield of faith. And we wield mightily. The sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God today. Amen. Listen if you don't know Jesus. God is ready right now. Right in this holy moment. Right in this instant. Of time. To open your eyes. To turn you. From darkness to light. That's this teaching today. Is to turn you. From darkness to light. And from the power of Satan. Who blinds you. To the power of God. Who came to open the eyes of the blind. In the person of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And to set you free. (laughs) Hallelujah. Free. Not to continue to sin. But free. Free. To serve a new master. Glory to God. To serve Him with a willing heart. Hallelujah. To find the joy of the Lord. Strengthening you. As you serve the Lord. With the rest of your life. Praise God. Knowing that when this life is over. God is waiting to receive you. He's waiting. He's waiting to receive you. To take you from this old fallen world and to keep you safe with Him and to bring you back with Him to rule and to reign with Him in a new heaven and a new earth where the knowledge of the Lord covers the earth as the waves and the waters cover the sea. Come to Jesus today. Those bars can't hold you. That enemy can't keep you back. When you release your faith in Jesus and you express a will to repent of your sin and be saved, no power of darkness can hold you and imprison you any longer. That stronghold is broken and you, are free to serve the living and true God. In Jesus' name.